integrity ball. True integrity. True integrity ball. True integrity. True integrity ball. True integrity. True integrity ball. True integrity. If it is game, you want longevity. You got ball with true integrity. I know the game is like a referee, so you can never try to question me. This is what you call a specialty. True and Sean, that's a specialty. All we do is use our gold thing, kick it like we call it in the specialty. Welcome back to another episode of True Integrity Ball. I'm your host Drew, here with my good brother Sean. Yo, yo, yo. On today's episode, we'll go over a few games from week five, some injury updates, then preview a few games for week six. Um, But nonetheless, we'll dive into week five. And the first game we'll jump into is on Baltimore and going to Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh did came away victorious, um, 17 to 10. So I'm going to let you go ahead and have this one, bro. Yeah, man. Bad, bad game to watch. Uh, Can't can't come up with the word to describe this game. But uh, as we talked about on the last episode, uh, don't know what it is when these two teams come together, no matter what the record is, it's always a bloodbath, man. Always Mm -hmm. comes down to the wire. Uh, Clearly, anybody that knows football and watched this game, this game should have been a blowout. Pittsburgh couldn't even move the ball at all uh, until that last drive. Uh, so it's just, man, it just shows you how bad uh, Baltimore played. Uh, I can't even fault Lamar. <laughs> I think we had about eight drops. Uh, a lot of guys unchar- uncharacteristic. Mark Andrews had a few drops. Everybody had Bateman, drops, bro. Bateman, uh, I know he rusty. Odell, man, Odell get hit by air, he go to the locker room. Man. <laughs> I don't know what's up with Odell, man. Very fragile. Yeah, man. The offense, it's like we get going, we can't get into a groove, man. Every game, um, seems like every game we run a screen, a halfback screen, we fumble. Two games ago, Kenyon Drake fumbled on the screen. This this week, Justice Hill, we about to go up 14 zip. He fumbles on like a 30-yard game, and then from there we went downhill. Uh, we jump out, we go up 7-0, and then the next drive we get the ball back, we about to go up 14, it's a turnover. Turnover after turnover, drop passes. Uh, that's the story of this game, man. Yeah, 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 bro, for the most part, I think they boys had seven drop passes. I think possibly two touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken, one for Bateman and one for Ant- Andrews, if I'm not mistaken, in the actual end, end zone. Yeah, and then you have Aguilar with the wide open ball. <laughs> and then uh, he definitely has Zay Flowers that uh, slipped in the middle of the field, man. That boy got to work on um, tracking the ball, man. But but honestly, that defense stepped up, man. I guess those, I don't know what's up with those jitters or whatnot. But um, Kenny Pickett, he did finish the day with 18 for 32 for 224 uh, yards. And then he had that one touchdown to seal seal the game um, to the good brother, um, George Pickens. He was actually um, targeted 10 times, bro, for six catches and for 130 yards. Here we already know that his um, jump ball skills is elite. He's been doing that um, since he was in Georgia, man. But honestly, Pittsburgh, like you mentioned on, on that last drive, when they actually did move the ball, that boy Jalen Warren has some key runs to um to set them boys up for the go ahead touchdown, man. But um I think eventually I'm I'm not sure how you feel about they pass the game as a whole, bro. You know, as far as like a month month has passed, how, how you feel about it, man? You think you think they actually 
this this could be something with the passing game, or should they need to scrap it and get back to that? He's still he's still young. Um, I can't really, from in my opinion, it, it's bad, man. Uh, I I actually thought uh, the reports were that uh, Trubisky was supposed to start the game. So once the game started, I was actually surprised to see Pickers out there because I think he had a a bone bruise, right? Yeah, yeah. So he wasn't supposed to play, uh, but. Nonetheless, I mean, he looked the same way, hurt or not. So he looked <laughs> bad either way. They did come out victorious, but yeah. it wasn't because of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Him. It was because of what the Ravens did on offense. Yeah, yeah. The Ravens gave them chance after chance. It was supposed to be like a 35, maybe seven games, something like that. But the Ravens, man, the Ravens had plenty of time. They left points on the board. If you look back, remember to that four seconds before the halftime, they, uh, they should have kicked the field goal there. Mm-hmm. And then they went for it on a fourth down. I believe uh, the center, uh, Lindenbard, thought uh, Quan Alexander on the Pittsburgh's defense jumped offside, so he snapped the ball. So, I mean, I, yeah. I, can, get, I can go. I'm not going to spend all my time going, but Ravens should have easily had 28 to 35 points, man. And that's that, I'm not even talking about the drop touchdown. So, I, that's just telling you how bad the Ravens played. No, I'm not giving no compliments to the Steelers, but uh, – I mean, at the end of the day, they got a W, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt, bro. You know how it does. Like you mentioned from the beginning, bro, these division games, always some bull, something crazy be happening, and that's just how the game go. I'm pretty sure they um. And speaking of the Ravens, bro, they've done played all the divisional opponents. They played all of them on the road, so when the next time they do see them, mm-hmm. they play them at Dayfield, so they sep- hopefully... separated them since, though. This, this yeah, like that would have been... Game, yeah. It's not that big of a deal, like you said, because, I mean, they've played every division, they've every divisional opponent, and they've only lost one game, and nobody else has done that. Everybody else is beating up on each other in that yeah, division, yeah. so they, they, they're still okay. Yeah, surprisingly, the... It's crazy to think that the Pittsburgh still is actually 3-2 and two right now, man, so... You know, I guess they doing what they got to do, man. It's scraping by. Uh, I guess the next game we'll move on to is on um, Buffalo um, at Jacksonville, actually an international game. Um, Jazz came away with the win, man, 25 to 20. Um, the first thing I would say that the Jags had a major advantage with um, playing back-to-back games in London. So they had major rest. And while the Bills, they just got to London on that Friday um, so with that being said, um, the Bills did come out flat, and Jags took on um, full advantage of it, man. That boy Etienne, he showed up big, 26 carries, 136 yards, two touchdowns, he, and he also had four catches and 48 yards on the day. Um, Trevor Lawrence finished with um, 25 to 37 for 315 yards. No big plays were made by um, Calvin Ridley. He had seven catches for 122 yards and um as far as the bills man the offense eventually picked up in the second half or, or whatnot and josh allen finished the day with on um, 27 out of 40 for 359 yards on um, two touchdowns and Diggs had on um, eight catches for 121 yards and, and a touchdown and that boy gabe davis been showing up big he had six catches for 100 100 yards and a touchdown man that boy had four straight games um, with a touchdown, man. So big ups to him. But um, but overall, bro, the Jags were just in a better spot. Um, everybody for the past few weeks think the um, the Bills were looking kind of invincible. But you know, in the NFL, um, it's basically any given Sunday. Yeah, for the most part, um, 
we talk about Josh Allen all the time, you know, on the on the on the podcast. But you know, uh, like I've told you how I feel about Josh Allen. He is elite, but uh, he'll get up for those big games, and then he'll let you down just like Justin Herbert in the mm-hmm. games where he's supposed to win, yeah, yeah. or even in the playoffs, he can't get you over that hump. So mm-hmm. this was just another example of that. Um, I, I hear what you're talking about, about the rest. Jacksonville played back-to-back. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. These guys are professionals, <laughs> though, so no excuses. Um, Jacksonville looked like they finally put this this game together on paper. Uh, it seems like every week they're in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Trevor Lawrence to just you know turn over turn over his way out the game you know two three fumble two two to three fumbles and interceptions combined or something like that yeah it's always that play that that couple of plays he makes where the turnovers you know don't go their way and they lose the game because he, he always turned the ball over I always said uh, they could have a top five offense with Ridley Christian Kirk Etn and then Evan Ingram and then Lawrence yeah. so. Uh, they definitely have to outscore their opponents because, like we both talked about, their defense is not. It's just it's just, it's, it's, it's a little below average. So uh, this was a big win for them to get back yeah, on track. Yeah. Cause, you know, they're supposed to be winning in that division. I got them winning the division, but they took you know a loss to the Texans and things. So nice to see them get back on track. The Bills, you know, maybe they just overlooked this opponent. Um, and, and thought they had that easy win, but uh, this was a big win for the Jags for sure. Yeah, I'm going to just bank it on that that rest situation, bro. I think <laughs> I think adjusting, bro, into an international game, bro. Time zone. Yeah, yeah bro, and all that. You know, it's the NFL, bro, and it's a long season, bro. Eventually, people do got to take their L, so that was just one for them, man. You do see what happens when you play the Bills, though. You bracket digs, and you force Gabe, Gabe uh, Davis to go off whatever he's going to do, and mm-hmm. you just have to make you, – you keep Josh Allen in the pocket – and you try to make them run the ball, the Bills, you know what I'm saying? They 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 can be they're beatable. That's Damn. what I'm telling you. Tredavious White is out for the season. 359 yards though, bro. I hear you. Tredavious White is out for the season. So you 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 got some you got some I guess they got steps holes. in that. They, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Holes. So I got you, I got you, man. No doubt. I guess the next game we'll move on is the New York Giants versus Miami. Um, honestly, <clears throat> I know they had to beat down from the Bills, but Miami basically picked up where they left off, um, beating the Giants 31-16. to um, You want to take this one, bro? Yeah, man. Uh, honestly, outside of Tyreek Hill, don't take this the wrong way, but A-Chan been looking like the best player on that offense outside of Tyreek Hill, man. He's averaging 11 yards a carry. Never seen anything like it. Um, I think he had... I think he had seven touchdowns before this before this game. Um, he don't even have a – I don't even think he's top five in carries, and he's averaging 11 yards a carry. i never seen nothing like that. <laughs> he got seven – he had seven touchdowns, bro. It's, it's just crazy. Well, I know he had um 11 carries, 151 yards, and a touchdown this game. Though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, it's still impressive stats. And, you know, he wasn't even a starter coming into the season. So, I know he surprised him a lot. Maybe Mike McDaniel saw this coming. That's why they drafted him. You know, he I told you he's an Olympic sprinter. Yeah, he was on uh, Texas a Yeah. So, I guess, I guess they took his speed for granted. Some people did. That's why he kind of fell to the Dolphins. But Mike McDaniel yeah. know how to use him. He's using them effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, man, we well, this game was what we predicted. Giants, Giants look bad, man. Look bad. Daniel Jones, I, I know they they're ashamed. They gave him that money every week. He proves you. He proves you wrong. Yeah, he proves you wrong. for sure. Proves you wrong. wrong. Saquon should have got that. <laughs> Saquon should have got forty mil. Offense, man. They 
like we said, offensively, they I think they had the best offense in the league. And every week they just building on, you know, the week before, and they they gonna be rolling at the right time, bro. Come playoff time, they should be rolling. So yeah, no surprise on this game though. Yeah, I know we're gonna talk about the injuries later, but I know Achan did leave with the the knee injury during the game, man. But like you mentioned, nothing nothing much on the Giants, bro. The game went high. Yeah. So let me ask you this. You're talking about Daniel Jones. So uh, the Giants are, what, 0-5 now? No, I think they won one game. They won one game. They're 1-4. Um, over the next two to three games, do you go ahead and bench him? Or what do you do? He's been sacked so many times. The offensive line is bad, but I'm not going to make excuses. His performance has been very poor. I know Saquon has not been on the field, but do you go ahead and shut him down? You paid him 40 mil. Do you let him keep taking a, a beating? You lose these. Then I think you got you got to put him out there, bro. Especially if you if you paying him forty mil, and uh, especially if the neck injury is no, it's not no long term or anything like that, and put him out there, bro. Especially if you paying that bread, and, and if you want to win, that'll be that be my opinion, honestly. Saquon coming back should help, though. I just like I said, I don't think Daniel Jones is the answer. He's definitely in that bottom tier of quarterbacks to me in the league, mm-hmm. and. uh I, I don't know his contract specifics, but uh, I don't know if they're gonna bring him back next year. Who Daniel Jones? I don't know. Is that way you could get up from get up from under that Bro. or something, man? Bro, I guess. I guess the way how the league been going these past few years, anything could happen, huh? That's what I'm saying. Because if you look at what he got signed to, that's that's on the low end. Forty that's, million. Quarter, them boys, just yeah. think of Patrick Mahomes, fifty-two. Yeah, Lamar, Herbert just signed. Uh, Burrow just signed, so I'm saying 40 mil is low key on the low end. And then think about what Dak, what Dak is gonna have to resign for. So 40 mil is, you get what I'm saying? I know it's a lot, what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is compared to other quarterbacks, that's low. So if he was gonna get from up under that, you technically can, because he's not getting paid, you know, the 56 or the 60 that these guys, Herbert. But uh, who gonna want him? Who gonna want him? It don't matter who gonna want him. It's gonna how how can I offload him for that? You get what I'm saying? That's what that's what that's what the Giants had to figure out. How they gonna offload him? Bro, you I got just these quarterbacks coming out of college, and you can make a trade. Kyler Murray's gonna be available. Stuff like this. Mm-hmm. It just comes. It, 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 it questions. I'm just I'm just trying to do the math and see yeah, if it's worth you. keeping them. Bro, I got a I got a hypothetical, bro. It I just popped up in my head, bro. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see where time probably? Maybe 10, 15 years from now, well, quarterback getting paid a hundred million per year, bro. It happened, bro. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I feel yeah, like he, too? yeah, he if he wanted a hundred mil, he could have been already been yeah. paid a hundred mil. I've been, I've just, been telling myself that Patrick Patrick Mahomes need to ask for some equity, bro. That's he what he did, need to ask, bro. bro. He did, he did. He did. Not for Kansas City. Not for Kansas City. Okay, okay. It was for a baseball team. He got okay. some ownership. Okay, okay. He need to get some equity for Kansas City. Okay. I think he's going to get seven rings like Brady. Right. I think he's going to be the greatest quarterback ever. Because yeah, he already playing like it, bro. He already got two, bro. So, you know, he already up there. That's probably one of the goats already, man. But uh, not to get off topic or anything like that. I guess the next game we'll move on to is um Philly at the L.A. Rams. Um, Eagles did came away with the win, twenty three to fourteen. Um, the Eagles really showed um, basically why they wanted the best best teams in the NFL. Um, they could beat you running or they could beat you passing, man. And today was passing. Um, that boy Jalen Hurts went um, went for twenty five for thirty eight for three hundred three yards, a touchdown. He did had an interception. 
but he did add it 72 yards on the ground, um, most likely his season high. Uh, A.J. Brown had six catches for 127 yards. And the defense showed up big, man. If Jalen Carter keeps playing like he's playing, bro, uh, he may just be probably named an all-pro and pro bowl this year, man. First team, actually, in his rookie year, man, which is kind of impressive. But um, as far as the Rams, the Eagle played played a good job with keeping the keeping them off the field. The Eagles had a time of possession of 37 minutes, um, while the Rams only had the ball for 22, 22 minutes. So I think that was basically the deciding factor of the game. Um, that boy Cooper Cup actually had five catches on the first drive, and he finished the game with 12 targets, eight catches for 118 yards. Uh, so I guess there's no like snap count for that guy. I guess he's ready to go. And um, that boy Puka. He had eleven. He had eleven targets for seven catches and seventy-seven yards in the touchdown. Um, definitely a competitive game to say the least. Um, but the Eagles just made more plays than the Rams, bro. Yeah, man, you hit it on the head. Uh, the Eagles still think the Eagles is the best team in the NFL. The Eagles or 49ers, take your pick. Um, yeah, Eagles always find a way to win, even though it wasn't pretty this game. The Rams did play them tough. Rams look better, a lot better than a lot of people expected. Uh, they've been in pretty much every game they've played in, man. Yeah, uh, this this is a close game, man. This was a close game, and it it kind of came down to the end. It did. The Eagles, I will say, when the Eagles need to get after people uh, defensively, they do that. D line, man, Hassan Reddick, uh, yeah, Fletcher Cox, the rookie uh, Jalen Carter, man, is looking like a, a steal, which we knew he was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that D line just get after people, man, and, and 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 it seems like whatever the offensive line does, they they can't. They can't scheme up to get to stop that D line from getting you know that penetration. Other thing I want to hit on uh, offensively for the Eagles, man, Swift is a uh, top five in rushing. I knew Swift okay, since okay, that okay. first game, since they made that trade for him, I knew it was going to be a big trade because Swift was going to take off. And Swift is man, Swift been getting off. Like I say, he's top five in rushing. Um, mm-hmm. You you know you know how good the Eagles O line is, so. That's going to be a, a thing to watch, you know, going into the playoffs. A key takeaway, that RPO, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, that the dual threat, and then you got the RPO uh, you can run with uh, Swift. And then uh, A.J. Brown, man, uh, I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago they were getting into it with the coach. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he wasn't getting enough targets. So, you know, this game he finished with six for 127. So uh, A.J. Brown, man, showing you why he's a top five. Receiver, top 10, whatever you want to call it, top five in yeah. my book. Um, but uh, the Eagles win again, man, showing you why uh, they're that top team in the NFL, one or two. Got you, got you, man. No doubt, man. But it was a good game overall, man. But the Eagles came out victorious. And I think, what, 4-0 four, four and oh now? 5-0? Excuse me, man. I'm sorry, Philly. Sorry, sorry. But I guess the next game we'll jump into is um, Cincy versus Arizona. You know, the Bengals did came away with the win. Um, 34 to 20. Um, three words, bro. Always flipping open, man. That boy Chase went crazy, dog. He had a record day. Um, 19 targets, 15 receptions, 192 yards, and three touchdowns, man. So with Higgins being downs, we knew that he was getting all the bulk of the workload. 
was going to chase. But overall, bro, Cincinnati was just bit just a bit desperate, man. You know, the defense stepped up, forced Cardinals to two to two turnovers. And um going into this game, they were one and three. So going one and four would have probably been disastrous, man. And the season probably would have been over. So so I think it just was a bad spot for the Cardinals. Um they did keep it close in the first half. Um, but Bengals took off in this um in the second half, man. So I know the Bengals feels good just to get the win at this moment. Yeah, man. Uh, I know Jamar Chase got to feel happy. He was pretty frustrated that last game, not getting them any targets. And I don't think he had been on the scoreboard yet, no touchdowns yet. Yeah. So yeah. it was uh, good to see him get back on track. Uh, Burrow still does, still looks off, but, you know, it's the league. Everybody is hurt. So you, you out there, people expect you to produce. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. Uh, Arizona is – you know, on the bottom tier of teams, but uh, the Bengals have been looking like that as well. So it was good to see them, you know, stock up a W. Uh, I think everybody can agree it's better when the Bengals are playing, you know, good football and they're in the playoffs. Definitely don't want to see them miss the playoffs with all that talent they have. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, nothing to it, just a better team. The Bengals just had a better team. They were able to come out with that W, so. Yeah, man, just a – Bad matchup for the Cardinals at this moment, man. But I guess we could go ahead and move on to Dallas going to the San Fran uh, for Sunday night football, man. Um, 49ers handed out an ass whipping, bro. 42 to 10. Honestly, man, once the 49ers had scored 40, um, 28 points, I pretty much had changed the, uh, changed the channel, dog. The Cowboys just give me a vibe of a, of a bully. That picks on the little guy, but when someone their size don't show up, they run the opposite way, bro. So if they don't tighten up, most likely it will be a um exit, early exit from the playoffs, if they even make it at that. So what you got to say about this game, bro? Christian McCaffrey, man. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Christian, since they made that trade last year, the 49ers have lost one game since they made that trade. That's crazy as well. Christian McCaffrey uh, is the best running back in the NFL, bro. hands down. He was the best running back last year. Him or Josh Jacobs, who you want to take? But McCaffrey right now is the best running back in the NFL, bro. He gets whatever he wants, passing, receiving, whatever they do. 49ers, like I said, if you want to take them as the best team in the NFL, them or the Eagles, they 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 look the par. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely show up. Every uh every game, and they definitely showed out this game. You know, made a statement, ran the score up, whatever you want to call it. Just physical team, man. Uh, they came out in that first drive, and they they emphasized that run, man. They emphasized that run, and Dallas, you know, they just couldn't in between the tackles couldn't stop that run for the most part. And then once you you start running the ball, you open up the play action. San Francisco was getting whatever they wanted, man. Yeah, bro. Dallas, Dallas just laid down. Whatever bro. they wanted. Uh, it's the same thing, man. You, you know, you got to tread lightly with these with these Dallas fans. It's America's team. But I, 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 I said since the first game, they didn't play anybody. I know you only should play who is in front of you, but they it's like they gave them an easy schedule. So it's like they have not yeah, been tested. You got to lay down so that's like good, that. That's though, good or bad. Man. I don't know if that's good or bad. This was their first test. Like I said, they came out, they played the Giants, they smacked the Giants, you can't lay down the Cardinals. Like that. So like this was their first game game. So maybe they just came out So that's maybe that's all it is. But um it's not looking good. 
that uh, you could definitely see the separation in the in the level yeah. of uh, competitiveness, competitiveness, and in the, the 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 tier of the teams. Brock Purdy, man, looked flawless. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I can't tell if it's the scheme that Kyle Shanahan got or if it's truly Brock Purdy, but you, you, we would never know because probably he, just he's a good, rolling, bro. He ain't going nowhere the way he playing, bro. That's probably just a good. Um, he's going to be there for the long term, bro. If he's he, he's coming off a, a bad injury and he playing like that, bro, he's going to be there, bro, for the next five years, bro. Oh, yeah. He's a he's long term answer, bro. It's probably just a, just a good marriage, dog. Just just a good marriage between the two, man. It looks good. It looks good. San Francisco defense, man, still looks good. They look good every year, bro. Fred Warner, bro, is like he could do it all. He rushed the passer, dropping coverage, whatever you need him to do. Run with the receiver, bro. He just looks really good. And uh, Greenlaw next to him, bro, is, is a good linebacker oh, yeah, too, man. bro. Them, them boys just – they stay, stay – three down linebackers, they run sideline to sideline, just two. They, they play really good off of each other, man, mm-hmm. so – Really fun to watch watch them play. And then the last thing I want to hit on is the Cowboys, man. Dak been getting a lot of heat. Uh, I do want to say this, and this is just my opinion. I feel like Dak has reached his peak. Just because he's reached his peak does not mean that's a bad thing, bro. Yeah, I got you. He came out of Mississippi State. I think he went in, what, the third or fourth round, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I think like the with the cards he's been dealt, I don't think anybody expected him to turn out this good. Because when he was at Mississippi State, he was kind of a dual threat quarterback. They were running a lot of RPO. He was a read option quarterback, you know, was a big stocky quarterback and would run defenders over. He actually turned in the NFL to an air raid offense. So I want to say, like, all the heat's not on him, bro. I, I don't know, bro. He's not. I'm just, not saying he's a top five quarterback, but I'm not saying he's a bad that. quarterback I'm, either. Though. No, I'm saying he's no, a bad quarterback. Man, I ain't even worried about what them people saying, bro. Just two years ago, bro, with him and Kellen Moore, bro, they was just like leading the league in, in offense, bro. That don't mean they, nothing, though. bro. They did like that two se- two two seasons, two years in the offense and, and don't mean nothing, bro. Bro, them boys was putting up points, bro. Just because you putting up points don't mean nothing, bro. Coop is better than C.D. Lamb. Yes. Brandon Cooks but and Mark. But Coop was not there. When they let Coop go, this was going to be a problem. But Zeke, Zeke not being uh, there, even though Zeke lost a step, this is a problem, bro. But when it- uh, so just had uh, technical difficulties, um, but we are back. So we're going to just go ahead and jump into the injury updates, man. Uh, the Vikings did place uh, Justin Jefferson on IR. Uh, Devon A. Chain uh, was placed on IR as well. That boy James Conner uh, for the Cardinals was uh, placed on IR. So just be mindful of that. So an interesting conversation that me and Sean was just having, man. Uh, who would you rather have, man? A.J. Brown or Stephon Diggs, bro? Who you taking, dog? I'm taking Diggs, man. <laughs> A.J. Brown Diggs, is a top five receiver, but Diggs is that guy, man. Any, any any way you need to get that ball, any route you need to run, he going to run it. He going to go get the ball, whatever. He going to outrun the defender, bro. He he, he can do it all, bro. Diggs, Diggs is, the, is that guy, bro. Oh, man, I guess just to speak on A.J. Brown, bro. I don't know. What, what, where can I start with this boy, man? I don't know if he's 6'2", 6'2", 6'1", bro, but he's just a freak. He's a monster, bro. That boy gets open as well, bro. He's probably one of the best at as far as tracking that ball, man. For some reason, he got a mean post pattern. That's that's the main route that he always began open off of for some for some strange reason. But <laughs> yeah, nonetheless, man, he does get open wherever he goes, man. 
But it's a very, very hard choice to pick, man, because, you know, Stephon Diggs is probably one of the um, best route runners um, in, in the league. And um, A.J. Brown, both of them boys just be making plays, man. So I guess it's just pick your poisons. It don't, I guess it's all about your preference at the end of the day, yeah, what kind of style weird, of play. It's still a weird comparison because A.J. Brown is so much bigger. I think A.J. Brown might got 25 to 30 pounds on probably. Diggs, and then he got yeah. probably two, three inches on him. Yeah. So I would I would have liked the comparison of, like, a, A.J. Brown versus D.K. Metcalf, something yeah, that like that. Yeah, that probably would have been better. But people taking A.J. probably yeah, most likely on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think just because of the production that them boys producing, them boys really playing like a number one receiver right now. I think that's why I pre probably just making a comparison. I was going to just say, bro, just the dynamics, how you were just explaining the different body styles, bro, and them boys still producing at a high level and things like that, man. And just to say it, man, it's just more, it's more than one way to get things done, man. So pick your poison. Pick your poison. Interesting nonetheless, bro. But I guess we're going to go ahead and move on to week six, bro. And we could start with um, Tennessee at Baltimore um, international game, bro. What's your thoughts about this game, man? Yeah, man. Tennessee and Baltimore got bad blood. Here we go with another game, bro. These these games between Tennessee and Baltimore are usually back and forth. You know, every year, other every. Every other year, they one wins, the other, you know, loses or whatever. So, um, I'm hoping Baltimore can take it away. Tennessee did gain some strides. Tennessee did, Tennessee did gain some strides uh, last week with uh, Hopkins. I think Hopkins went for seven for 111 last week. So, that was his first 100-yard game of the season. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Looks like Tennessee is picking some things up, and I saw Henry uh, break off a couple runs last week. So, uh, Tennessee, you know, looks like they they coming together as a team. They started off kind of shaky. Mm-hmm. And Baltimore, you know, it's do or die. I don't want to say it's do or die, but we, we, we coming to that week, almost week seven, week eight, midway point, it's time for the offense to be rolling, man. We shouldn't be seeing three and four, three out, three and outs and stuff like that. Yeah. Three and four turnovers from the quarterback. You know, it, it's time to get rolling, man. We want to see efficiency. So it's time, man. Them, them, them uh, early season jitters, things like that should be out by now. We, we should be rolling. So it should be a good game uh, in London. Taking Baltimore. Yeah. Def- definitely taking Baltimore, man. But um, I think Baltimore going to roll, man, just, just being in a different location for both of them boys. Even though both of them boys is coming off a loss, so it definitely may be an interesting matchup, but I think Baltimore will, will roll, man, and they'll they'll handle business, bro. They'll handle business. And the next game, we'll jump into um, Carolina um, coming to Miami. I believe the spread is about what minus fifteen. So they like Miami to win this game, probably like like two touchdowns, man. And um, honestly, Miami should molly walk on um, Carolina. Uh, I kind of feel bad for Bryce. Um, hopefully, they could get some pieces around him, man, and uh, and get things rolling, man. But I don't really think this game gonna be pretty. It may just be a a, a mirror of what happened on last week with the Giants. So, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure where Carolina goes from here, man. Yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins, man. Not, not nothing else need to be said, man. <laughs> Dolphins, Dolphins win easy. Easy, easy, easy. Got you, bro. And the next game we'll talk about, bro, um, San Fran um, going to Cleveland. Um, 
interesting interesting enough, Deshaun Watson looked like he's going to be out again this week. It seems like there's some kind of mystery injury going on with his his shoulder that um I, I'm not sure what what's the real story behind that. But I guess it's going to be interesting to see when that story actually does come out. But um, P.J. Walker going to be getting the start. So it may be another ugly game uh, for Cleveland. But it will be interesting to see how Cleveland defense hold up against um, the 49ers, man. Um, definitely think Schwartz may have a better matchup uh, for Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan. So they... You know, maybe a little trouble, but it will be interesting to see. Definitely interesting to see. Yeah, this game all comes down to if Deshaun Watson can play. Uh, Cleveland might have a chance, man. If if he could play, uh, if he don't play, man, it's, it's going to be a long day. It's probably going to be worse than that Dallas and uh, San Francisco game because they're not going to be able to score any points uh, against them. Yeah, man, I guess we'll go ahead and – and move on to Andy going to Jacksonville, um, another division game. Um, the spread is they like the Jags favored by four points. Uh, looks like Gardner Minshew uh, will be at the helm. Um, then he may actually give them boys a better chance to actually win the game, man. I think Indy has everybody surprised. Um, their defense is playing well. Um, when Anthony Richardson was in the game, they moved the ball. And when Garner Mishu comes in the game, they moved the ball as well, man. And the Jags' defense, they've been pretty good against the run. So it's going to be interesting to see how they um, hold up against uh, JT as they continue to ramp him up. Uh, but overall, I do like the Jags to win the game. Um, but I guess the question would be, would it cover that spread, that four points? What you got to say about this one, bro? Yeah, man, I'm I'm going to take the Jags. But uh, one thing to note, note out, like you said, Jonathan Taylor, they're going to start, you know, I think he's on a snap count. Uh, he'll start, you know, getting up to speed. But Zach Moss has really held it down. He had 175 uh, plus total scrimmage yards last week. And I know before that, even – uh, earlier in the season as well, a few games, first two two or three games, he, uh, he played really well. I think he had 100 yards on Baltimore as well. So he, he definitely filled in. The offensive line we know for the Colts is really good. And we know the Jags' defense is at average at best. So you you know uh, the Colts are going to be able to run the ball efficiently. Uh, just, you know, we'll see if Jacksonville is able to outscore them, which they should be able to. So I'm, I'm going to take Jacksonville. Yeah, man, division game, Jacksonville at home. So <clears throat> it should be in Jacksonville's favor. I guess the next game we'll jump into is um, Detroit at Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay is actually an underdog at home. they actually giving Tampa three points at the crib. Uh, so that tells me that Vegas um, is very impressed with Detroit, um, which they should be. Um, but everybody has to take an L one of these Sundays, man. So I think I'm riding with Tampa on this one. Um, I know Tall Bowles will have this defense ready. Um, Baker should do just enough with um, Evans and Garwins. You know, they always going to step up. Um, but like I mentioned, I think this just a bad spot for Detroit. It'll probably be an interesting game. They'll probably keep it close. Um, but I think Tampa win outright and they'll cover the spread, bro. 
What you got to say about this one, man? No, I, I'm going to take the Lions, bro. I don't. Lions look really good offensively and defensively to me. Uh, that offensive coordinator for the Lions, I actually think is really good. Don't know his name, but. Ben Johnson. Uh, actually like the scheme that they run over there, man. Mm-hmm. Able to, to score and they're very effective. Uh, every time they, you know, they drive you, that they get a field goal or they get a touchdown for the most part. You know, you don't really see that many three and outs from that offense. So really like the style of that offense. Uh, I think they're going to be able to, uh, you know, win out against uh, the Bucks. I don't, I really don't think Baker has played bad this year. Mm-hmm. Just has done just enough. So, uh, and I also think uh, Mike Evans has a hamstring injury. I don't know if he's playing this week. So, you know, mm-hmm. every year he usually had them hamstring injuries. He missed one or two games. But uh, I-, I think he's out. So, we'll see. I guess we will see, man. And the last game we'll talk about for today, man, for week six, um, Dallas going to um, the L.A. Chargers on Monday night football. Dallas in back-to-back primetimes game. I know that, you know, Dak has been is looking to bounce back, hearing all the criticism out on the outside news and things like that. So them boys will try to make a statement um, Monday night. But the Chargers not going to just roll over, man. I do expect Herbert uh, to play good. Um, you know, the Chargers does have a decent defense as well. So it's going to be a good game, bro. I expect it to come down into the fourth quarter. And it'll, it'll be a battle throughout the game, bro. I'm actually going to take the Chargers, bro, even though I think the Cowboys are going to bounce back. I hope, Hopefully we get a great game, a close-scoring game, and we don't get a one-sided, uh, blowout, lopsided game. Uh, star power on defense, you know, for the, for the Chargers. So we'll see if they kind of play. Um, yeah, big yeah. keynote is Mike Williams is, I think, done for the season. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. we'll see how that offense shows up. And I think that is it for week six, man. So we'll see you guys next week, man. Deuces.